Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Timothy Tim Tim Timmery. I talk about horror movies in this show. Tim <laughs> occasionally chimes in with some nonsense or other and that is what happens here. On this particular episode we are talking about a new release, we are talking about Winchester which is a supernatural horror movie, which claims it's based on true events. I question how much of that is. I know there's a house. I know I know there's a big, complicated, ridiculous-sized house in real life. But beyond that, I wonder how much of this is bullshit. Uh, Tim probably knows more than I, I do because he's... he's mm-hmm. Have you visited the house? Is that a thing? I doing? have, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm excited to hear more about that once we get into mm-hmm. the, the geography of the house. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about this. Uh, so, obviously, if, you, if you're not familiar with this, uh, Sarah Winchester... Is like the last living, like you know, family member at the time, uh, or at least the eldest family member uh, who who owns this house. It's the it's the fortune made from the the Winchester rifle, and mm-hmm. the the belief is is that everyone killed by one of those rifles haunts her her ridiculous mansion, which she keeps expanding and making bigger, and it's a bit of a maze and all these things. And the plot of the film is that the Winchester company are worried that she's a bit insane, so they hire a doctor, <laughs> played by Jason Clark to go and basically live at the house for a while and assess if she is fit to run the company. And if not, they can take it from her and control it. That's the plot. We went to see this. <laughs> we went to the theatre. And, uh, yeah, uh, and we're going to talk about this. So I'll ask the question. Obviously, mm-hmm. we'll start spoiler-free. We'll give you a warning before we get into spoilers somewhere in the middle. But, Tim, mm-hmm. did you enjoy... Winchester. Oh boy, um, you know, it's. It, I I don't want to say that that I uh, liked it that much, but I I don't think it's like horrible. I I just think uh, its biggest sin is that it's pretty generic. Um, you know, like nothing really stands out about it. Uh, it, it focuses a lot on uh, jump scares, but um, yeah, like if you look at the uh, like Rotten Tomatoes score, you know, we just checked it before the show. It's at thirteen percent. I, I feel like that's pretty low. Like I, like I don't think it should be super high, but I, like I feel like that kind of makes it sound like it's abysmal and unwatchable. And uh, I, I don't think it's that bad, but I, I guess I'm maybe kind of in the middle. <laughs> like. Uh, it, it's not a great movie, but I don't think it's the worst thing ever. And then uh, we'll, we'll get more into the, you know, quote unquote, true story, because this is actually uh, a story I've been fascinated with uh, since a kid. Like I've seen, um, oh. you know, I, I watch like a lot of, you know, whenever they had a ghost special on TV, like um, now they have all those dumb, you know, ghost hunter shows where you have some like bro douchebag goes into a house and yells at nothing. But like uh, before that, <laughs> like on the you know history and discovery channel they would actually have i think i feel like decent you know stories that would recount these uh ghost tales and uh this is one i heard a lot growing up that 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 was interesting so uh, i i am predisposed to like the story a little bit so we'll go into that more later but uh, i guess that's where i'm at now this was boring. It was so boring, Tim. <laughs> it's not the worst thing ever. It's not like it's not offensively bad. It's just so boring. I, oh, I, I was desperate. I was the only one in my theater, Tim. I was the only one, so I didn't feel guilty about pulling out the phone and I was checking the time, like every five minutes. It's like, am I almost done? Is it almost that time? Come on, let's end this quickly, please. Now uh, I will tell you that uh, I did like very quickly fall asleep a few times in the theater but that, <laughs> oh, no wonder but, <laughs> you liked it more than i did you actually got to skip some of it i like i mean you know we're talking like you know like two or three minutes maybe uh but uh i i, I don't blame the movie though. I, I blame myself i was a, a very tired boy that day I, I got up early uh i didn't get a nap uh i like so, that because I, you're such a fan of the boy you like to reference yourself as a boy uh and the hey. third person <laughs> I wasn't even doing that intentionally, but maybe uh, subconsciously <laughs> I was. Uh-huh. But I, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. It, it is a slow movie that is punctuated by a, a jump scare every now and again. I mean, I, I don't mean slow. It's just, it's just uninteresting. It's dull. It, I don't care about the characters, and it is so generic, and it is just these crappy jump scares. Now, there was this thing where I think the first jump scare we got, it happened. I rolled my eyes and went, "Okay, 
this is what we're in for. Yeah. And, it, and then it did nothing the rest of the movie to like win me back or convince me of anything. And I think it completely wastes its setting. Like this house is, you, you see like the overshot of the house and you, you see all these different parts that have been built onto it. And there's like one interesting staircase at one point. But they never actually really play with the whole it's a maze, you can get lost, you know, it's just get wacky, kind of like... I feel like we see the same two or three parts of the house over and over again. But at the same mm-hmm. time, they're not really, like, recognisable enough. Because I feel like this is the sort of movie where the house should feel like a character almost. Because it's so oh, distinct yeah. and so weird. And, and it never really does. Like, I feel like we just come back to, like, the study a few times. We're in the dining room a few times. and. Yeah. There's that one staircase that's kind of weird, which is kind of notable, and that's about it. So, yeah, I was kind of curious. Um, I I feel like the movie didn't do a great job of explaining the house and kind of the legend and stuff that goes behind it. Because, again, like, this is something I've known about since a kid. And, you know, I visited the house and stuff, and, like, I went on a tour there. So I've heard a lot of stuff about this. I know, uh, you know, the story not like an expert, but, you know, fairly well. And then uh, I feel like, yeah, the movie, uh, I mean, maybe I was interested in some parts more than others because I was like, oh, um, it looks like they're referencing that or something, or or maybe they're going to talk about that or whatever. But, yeah, I feel like the movie doesn't set up um, a lot of stuff well, like why exactly she's doing this and kind of like where the curse comes in. Um, I mean, I guess it does it enough, well enough to follow it, but... Uh, yeah, it didn't seem like it presented a lot of stuff that great. And I, I was just double checking this. Yeah, it was PG thirteen. I could tell it felt neutered as shit. Like there was yeah. nothing. And I'm not saying that everything has to be a gore fest, but mm-hmm. they just it felt like it was hiding everything. Any deaths that do happen are kind of lame. Um, there was a twist which honestly didn't really land all that well. It was just kind of like okay, mm-hmm. fine, sure. Um, yeah. Obviously, we'll talk about that more in spoilers. Uh, I I mean, but that's the thing. It's not the worst thing ever. I, I think what stops it from being complete trash is the fact that we have relatively good actors, right? We have yeah. Helen Mirren, of course, who's who's slumming it. Uh, <laughs> we have Jason Clark, who's slumming it. Um, and finally enough, the other sort of main star, uh, Sarah Snook's character, uh, that actress. I was like, where have I seen her before? Like, I recognize her. I recognize that name. Uh, it turns out they're actually in. She's in the, uh, the the previous film by the same directors, the Spearig Brothers. Uh, they did a movie a few years ago uh, called Daybreakers, and then a couple of years ago um, they did a movie called. Um, oh, I forget what it was called now. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I, I, e- Ethan Hawke was in it. It was a time travel movie. Hold on. Predestination. That was the name of it. Okay. Um, I actually kind of like Predestination. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It was a little bit rough around the edges, but it was such a wacky sci-fi time travel movie that I kind of liked it. But she was in that. Um, okay. And by the way, at one point in that movie, she has like glasses and she's got like sort of her hair's kind of like sort of puffy, and she's like the perfect Barbara Gordon. Like, just as visually, oh, I was like, she could play okay. Barbara Gordon. She'd be perfect for that role. But regardless, I'd be down with that. So she was. She was in that. So like, okay. So so same director so obviously they like her enough we, to have brought her yeah. forward but yeah we also had uh i don't know the actor's name uh is this but, a dude from insidious yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was gonna say like oh like the i've only been to the movie theaters twice this year and both have been horror movies with this guy in it yeah maybe he'll be in every movie you see this year so if he's in black panther yeah <laughs> i don't know how but maybe he'll be yeah, in no. black panther somewhere <laughs> yeah I, I uh, so so you got you got good cast members right and mm-hmm. I mean, they're trying their best, I guess, but <laughs> they, they, it's just, it's so generic, and it's neutered for PG-13, uh, the, the the plot build isn't really that strong, I, I feel like it's just kind of going at the same level until about the third, until it hits the third act, and it just jumps up, and then it's like, oh, everything's happening now, all crazy. Yeah, and um, I don't know, it's a shame, I, I feel like I want to like this movie more uh, than I did because uh, I like supernatural movies, I like you know, ghost movies. Uh, you know, I, I like this particular ghost story. Um, but uh, yeah, it's again just like uh, I, I wasn't as bored uh, by it as much a, as you are. But I definitely wouldn't argue someone saying it's boring. But yeah, it's just there's nothing about it that like stands out. It's nothing that you haven't seen like in every you know supernatural horror movie that's come out in like the and, last 10 years and we do mean every 
jeez. Oh, what's worse is it, is it sets up some rules early on, and then it just kind of like ignores them later on. Like it, it sets up this whole. Oh, the, these doors with the the wood over it. There's thirteen nails, and that keeps the spirits trapped in these rooms. Because uh, the whole thing is that she keeps building rooms because, like, the spirit of like one of the, one of the, the 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 people who died with the gun, uh, come to the house. So they she builds a room for that person, and if they they, they move on if they like it, but if they're angry spirits, they'll stay around. So they, they they trap them in the room with thirteen nails, and I'm like, okay, maybe that'll be a, a factor that comes in. But but the end of the movie, those doors just start opening for. Yeah. No reason. <laughs> like, it's whatever. Yeah, like, maybe, um, really, like, super minor spoiler warning, but, yeah, at one point, you just see, like, a ghost just basically pushes one of the nails out, and it's like, alright, what's the point of, like, yeah, well, even doing that if they can just do that? Yeah, it doesn't make a whole now, lot of sense. So. Now, I will say, uh, all this stuff is, like, talking about in terms of, like, the you know, again, quote unquote, real story, or whatever. This is all bullshit. Like, oh, of course, I assume uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, basically, the the real story. Uh, it, it's actually you know pretty simple. It's um, yeah, basically, you had Sarah Winchester was the heir to the Winchester rifle fortune. Um, it, it was the the gun that really um, helped uh, people as they were kind of expanding out west, and it was used to slaughter a lot of uh, Native Americans. Um, and uh, that's why they called it like the the gun that won the West. And uh, then her husband and child died like pretty sun- suddenly, and I guess kind of under unexpected circumstances. And then she started having uh, I, I forget if they were like dreams or if she went to a psychic and a psychic had visions. But uh, basically, she got these warnings from like the ghosts of the spirits that were, have been killed by the gun. And they basically told her that she had to move out west and then build a mansion and that she could never stop construction on the mansion. Uh, so that's basically what she did. Like there was never anything like, oh, I'm building these rooms to trap and re- release the spirits. That's like the the whole Hollywood thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the fact that she, she also gets messages from the spirits as they enter the house and she like <laughs> she she does like her own little seance every night where she yeah. like listens to them and draws what yeah. room they want and then she gives it to the the contractors here build me that room. Now I I do know that 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 stuff uh, supposedly is true. Like she did have a seance room and I think she did conduct seances. I don't know if they were every night, but I guess quite often. But yeah, not not to the point where she's drawing rooms and getting like inspiration uh, from the ghosts. Uh, at least I, I'm pretty confident. I don't uh, again I'm not an expert so. Uh, feel free to correct me if, if I'm wrong, but from what I remember learning, uh, there wasn't anything like that. I, I do think um, it'd be funny to visit a place like this. I'd hate to live in a house mm-hmm. like this, though. I feel like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> my problem, as much as it sounds cool to have a mansion, I feel like if I'm at one end of the house mm-hmm. and I feel like something could happen in the opposite end and I wouldn't hear it, that would bother me because I, I, I can't be aware oh, yeah. of... You know, I feel like you'd have to have a staff of like people just so you know that there's someone who, who can like keep watch on the other parts of the house especially if you've got a mansion it's more of a target to be broken into right <laughs> like because oh, yeah, it's a huge house they think you're rich you probably are rich if you've got a mansion <laughs> I, I want to meet the person who's not rich he's like actually just like struggling paycheck to paycheck but he just happens <laughs> to have a mansion because someone left it to him so people break in try to like steal things and then they, they find that he's just like you know a schlub he, he, he buys like the supermarket brand cereal he doesn't have Kellogg's <laughs> Can't afford the Kellogg's. I think I heard something before about like people that win the lottery and then they just like blow all their money, but they'll buy like a mansion and stuff and then not realize how much it takes to like upkeep it. And, mm. uh, but um, so let me talk real quick about uh, visiting the actual mansion because um, when I first moved out here to California, uh, I knew that the mansion was located there and I really wanted to go visit it, uh, not realizing how big California is and that. It's in like uh, San Jose, which is about six or seven hours away from me. Yeah, I was, was, was going to say San Jose specifically when you said it was in California. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, I, I, I mean, I grew up in Rhode Island, the smallest state. You could get from one end to the other in like oh. less than an hour. I didn't so, realize that was the smallest state. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's super small. It's like uh, less than an hour. You know, you why, go all- why, is, why is it a state there? Why is it not just part of whatever state's next to it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just I, didn't, really... I didn't find, find it. Uh, but um... <laughs> yes, you did, Tim. Chop. Don't lie. <laughs> You've been reincarnated. You, you founded it. 
but yeah, so it, that was a little bit of a, a shock to me when I was like, yeah, moved out here to California. And then I had a friend who like moved to San Francisco. I was like, oh, I'll come up and visit you. And then like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. And then again, I realized like, okay, six hour drive. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so one of the things like when I read about the house and like saw like, you know, documentaries and stuff about it is they kind of play up the angle of how weird it is. Like they have uh, staircases that just lead up to the ceiling and a door that just opens out into, you know, nothing. So like if you step out, you like, you know, fall to the yard um, and stuff like that. So uh, and according to legend, they say that she made that to try to confuse the ghosts that wandered the house, um, which I think is like a much more interesting like thing to play up other than like. Yeah, building these rooms for him and trying to release the spirits. I, Which, I wish they kind of. And they only have one part of that in the movie. Like, there's there's one staircase that goes to like just a, a ceiling, right? It just goes up to yeah. nothing. And but, it's... yeah, but like they just kind of show it. They don't really yeah. like talk about it. Yeah, uh, no, no one ever questions. Like Jason Clark, who's new there, does never questions. Why is there a staircase here that goes up to nothing? Like yeah. you know, what's going on? Like no one ever talks about it. It's weird. Yeah, I, I think stuff like that would be a lot more interesting and uh, kind of play that up a little bit, and then you know have like you know some like third act chases where you know you're you know scrambling and don't know where you are and it's kind of like disoriented or something but yeah they yeah, really I, don't play I, it up i feel like a more interesting movie honestly is probably just a couple of people ending up stuck like somehow they end up in the middle of the house and the movie's just about them trying to find their way out yeah <laughs> like, actually uh well actually that's was, that was another thing uh, i was gonna bring up uh some uh examples of this story that was actually done well, um, you know, or is, that's a lot more interesting is uh, Stephen King uh, did a TV miniseries, um, maybe late 90s, early 2000s or so, uh, called Rose Red, uh, which is kind of like a similar, like, modern day take on this. Um, was that based it, on one of his, was it, did he write a book first or was it just a miniseries he did? Uh, this was a miniseries he did. Okay. I believe after he released, like, a diary of one of the characters or something but um it, it was a miniseries first um but uh, i mean it's a made for tv thing so it's a little cheesy but i think it's still interesting uh, especially if you like stephen king uh it's worth a watch uh also there was a uh dark horse comic book um uh, by uh peter tomasi called house of penance um, hmm. which was uh I, I think they straight up used the actual like names and stuff of the characters um which uh, that was really good. And uh, one last recommendation. Uh, Alan Moore's Swamp Thing had a, not sure how many issues it was, maybe like two or three uh, little story arc um, that was basically, again, retelling a, a similar story, but set in the, the swamp. But uh, yeah. that, that was really, really good. All I've gotten that far, I've read some of his Swamp Thing run, but I've not uh, finished it. Also, you mentioned it's Dark a, Horse, pure Dark Horse. <laughs> They're losing everything right now. Yeah, but hey, maybe if uh, you know, if they start, I I feel like, I I guess the licensed stuff probably brings in like money and stuff. But I I feel like they have a lot of really good like original titles that, I don't know, maybe more people need to get their eyes on them or something. Yeah, that'd be nice. So they lost Star Wars, and now if Disney buy Fox, they'll lose their Alien comics, their Predator (laughs) comics, their their Buffy and Angel comics, like all all the, all that stuff's going. I feel so bad for them, (laughs) but uh. Yeah. So. So yeah. So, so but yeah, those are all like better examples of taking this very interesting story of actually doing something with it, and yeah. I, I agree, something maybe more like a modern take or, yeah, people trapped in the house would probably be more interesting. Yeah. E- even if um, you jazz it up and you say okay, uh, someone else like built a like a replica of it, but they put in like traps or something, so it's more of a you know it's got more of a bait to it or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I just I feel like they don't really play with the house that much. It's just it almost doesn't matter that it's such a weird house, at, you know, beyond a couple of little plot points. Yeah, that's actually yeah, that's a really good point. Like the the house is like the crazy interesting thing, and it they really really don't do much with it at all. And like I don't even think they really like explain in the movie uh, why like they're constantly building. I I guess maybe you're supposed to infer it's because she's getting these um, visions and has to build these new rooms yeah, and stuff. But they, they just play it as if she's obsessed. That's all it is. They, yeah. don't, they don't actually tell you she actually thinks that something bad will happen if she doesn't. Yeah. But, uh, like, again, like, I knew that aspect of the story, but, like, I, you know, I, I don't know if people are unfamiliar with the story, like, 
you could have easily had like a you know a character like you know uh, uh jason clark's character just be like hey uh why are they like doing construction outside my window at like midnight <laughs> like there's no, nothing like that at any point Joe, oh, that's a good point. Actually, the movie like never has anyone like notice or complain about the noise. Like it's it's like he's trying to sleep. You think there'd be at least one scene of him like struggling to sleep yeah. because he, he hears like hammers and saws and you know whatever else. Sure, there probably wouldn't be too many power tools given the time period, but <laughs> yeah. there'd be there'd be like hammering and stuff. There'd still be a lot of noise. Construction's not a quiet quiet thing. Mm-hmm. So hey, I mean I mean that's a minor nitpick, but it's it's just um, the the film. It just it, instead of doing anything interesting or using the the things that make the story interesting, it just focuses on a really generic premise about okay, there's an evil spirit. What is what does the spirit want? Why is it here? Um, there's a whole subplot with uh, Jason Clark's character how he's, he's addicted to uh, you know taking drugs because he's he's having a rough time, and that's kind of there. And they try and give him an arc so that the the story actually has like a character arc, but. It feels so surface level and it doesn't really work and it just happens to involve one of the Winchester rifles. It just happens to involve something that's related to the house. It's, and I don't think that's a spoiler. I think you see that coming a mile off. Like there's, there's, there's like hints oh, yeah. early on. It's just like, okay, clearly this is going to be connected to that. Uh, and that's the whole thing. Uh, honestly, I was surprised with how little it didn't do. Like it, it, I felt, see when, see when it was like ramping up to the third act and all this stuff was finally going down and chaos was ensuing. I was like, I was kind of surprised with how little had really happened before now. Mm. You know, most yeah. of it was just the, the same old thing where Jason Clark gets up at night and sneaks around the house a little bit, sees something creepy, and then writes it off as, "Oh, I'm having it's just because I'm taking drugs, or it's just because I'm having withdrawal symptoms from said drugs, depending on what part of the movie it is." Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think back now, and it's like. I feel like when I left the theater, I was like, oh, okay, that wasn't that bad, I guess. But then, like, when I try to go back and think about it, it's like, yeah, what really happened? <laughs> like, there's the ending. There's, like, you know, that twist. And then, okay, I remember, like, a few scenes, like, yeah, like, with, you know, the sun sleepwalking and, and you know, a few other things here, here and there. But, like, I'm having trouble remembering any, like, you know, big, like, whoa, I can't believe that just happened moments and, you know, there's nothing like that that really takes you. Nah, there really isn't. I mean, arguably the only time they really use the house is at one point Jason Clark's character sneaks out of his room and he gets to another part of the house by, like, going across the roofs because there's, like, all these different parts of the roof that are all kind of... It's almost as if they're separate buildings almost, but they all kind of connect. So he's kind of, like, sneaking over the top of them and I'm like, okay, that's kind of kind of a cool visual. But that's about it. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the extent of it. Um, but hey, I guess we'll give the spoiler warning, so full spoilers from this point on for, for Winchester. Uh, let me ask you this: that 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 really sort of like, uh, shallow staircase that winds around was that actually in the house? Uh, I believe it was. Okay, uh, cool. that that does sound familiar. Yeah. So the here's the thing that kind of like disappointed me when I actually visited the house. Uh, because, again, they always have these examples of the staircase that leads, you know, to the ceiling, the door that opens out into nothing. Uh, so when you visit the house, you think that's, like, the the entire house is going to be like that. And then it's mm. kind of, like, just those two or three things. And mm. you're like, oh, like, the majority of it is just a normal mansion, you know? And it's kind of interesting because, yeah, it is, like, you know, super old-timey. And, you know, it's kind of fascinating to walk through that stuff. But there's really just a few examples like that that are weird or bizarre Hmm. um i will i will say though the movie it's been a few years now since i actually visited but from what i recall like the movie did seem to do a good job of like capturing the look of it i don't know if you know everything was exactly uh you know uh like uh the actual rooms and stuff in there but from what i remember i was like yeah it looks you know somewhat Hmm. accurate um, so, what do we, I guess we talk about the twist, I guess, I guess we talk about the, the twist that they, they clearly think was a bigger deal than it actually is in the movie. <laughs> um, so, there's a couple of sort of butler characters, and there's one that kind of catches his eye. Uh, you may actually, if you watch Twin Peaks uh, this season, uh, the, the newest season, you'll recognise the actor, he was a, he was, he was a evil douchebag on, uh, on Twin Peaks. I think you recognised him. Uh, not off the top of my head. 
Hoodie um, play. I'm trying to remember. I, 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 I could describe it really easily, but it'd be a, a spoiler for anyone who's not watched it. I'm trying to think of what his actual name was. It's been a while. Not, it's not Richard Horn. Yes, 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 Richard. It, oh, it is? Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, it's him. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I I didn't recognize him, but when you said "evil douchebag," that was the first name. Yeah, no, no, I was like, what? yeah, that, okay, that was him. Okay. Uh, that, that was oh. him. And we see him, and he looks kind of creepy. And they even play a couple of moments for laughs, where uh, where Jason Clark wants a drink before Helen Mirren shows up, and that's against the rules. And he kind of shakes his head at him, and it's like, oh, a little joke. But then yeah. the big twist later on is like, because Jason Clark keeps saying, "Oh, there's no ghosts. I'm not seeing anything. It's all just been in my head." And then he turns out that he's been dead the whole time. No one else has been seeing him but him. And he's like, oh shit. The and butler, ca- not Jason Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not Jason Clark, yeah. The butler. <laughs> the but- but- butler from Twin Peaks. And Although uh, Jason Clark did die for like, what, two or three minutes or something? He did, yeah. He tried to stop his wife slash girlfriend from committing suicide with a Winchester rifle. And when he pulled the gun away, she pulled the trigger by accident and killed him, basically. And then she killed herself. <laughs> and then he woke up. And he kept the bullet. <laughs> and he kept the bullet, yeah. Uh, a bullet which, by the way, can shoot ghosts because it's connected to death. <laughs> yeah, in other circumstances, that would sound really cool to me. But, like, in this movie, I was like, what? <laughs> and, of course, his wife is one of the spirits that are trapped in a room in here. Uh, and he goes and confronts her by the end of the movie, and it's a whole thing. And, uh, Again, that feels... <laughs> that feels like... Again, just like we've seen that things like, you know, in all these like supernatural movies before, like someone always has like a dead, you know, uh, significant other or child or parent or whoever. Yeah, there's always someone close to a person. Yeah. And then in the end, they always manifest in some way. And yeah. Yeah. Um, Honestly, my favorite part of the movie is when, because the kid keeps getting possessed because, you know, Sarah Stokes characters, uh, the niece, and then she has a son. And the son, he keeps getting possessed, and like you know, at one point he almost like you know possessed walks off the top of the building, and like Jason Clark catches him. My favorite part of the movie is probably when he, because Helen Mirren doesn't allow guns in the house. She doesn't like having any firearms because she's not really a fan of what her you know what her company does. And but then the, the room that this spirit wants is like a showroom full of Winchester rifles, so she does that. But after that happens, the kid possessed grabs one of the guns and basically starts hunting like <laughs> Helen Mirren. And he's just like yeah. firing at her, and she's like falling down the stairs, and he's shooting through the 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 barricade, and it it's it's, it's not good, but it was so ridiculous that I was kind of chuckling and went, ah, okay, maybe if more crazy stuff like this starts happening, maybe I'll have more positive opinions about this, but it never really did anything else. Yeah, yeah, at least like when stuff like that was happening, that at least it kind of gets interesting for a little bit. Like you could again probably wouldn't add up to like a great movie but if the movie was filled with stuff like that you can be like all right well at least i'm being entertained and of course here is where i would be uh commenting that the kid is ginger and he's not possessed he's just <laughs> evil uh that's if connor was here and there'd be room for ginger jokes uh unfortunately there was not so i can't i can't can't do that unfortunately oh. uh, uh well message him later and let him know <laughs> uh yeah, it's funny actually. So obviously, like obviously, Winchester's the gun. But the first thing I actually think of now when I hear Winchester is actually supernatural. Supernatural. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's their name. They're the Winchester brothers. Yeah. But, hey, I don't know if they ever actually because it's been all. T- I've I've seen the first like six and a half seasons of that show. I and because there's like thirteen. It's actually insane. I've seen six and a half seasons, and there's now double that to to watch. Yeah. But I'm not sure when I stopped watching it. I'd have been like around seven or eight, mm. and I, I I almost would want, like, I almost kind of want to go back and watch now, but I don't remember where I left off, and I don't mm-hmm. want to start from the beginning. No, no, that's all true. Um, I uh, yeah, did, did did they ever say in the show that they were descendants of the Winchester family, like the actual this family? <laughs> uh, I I don't think I so. I can't remember. Uh, I I think it's just kind of maybe like a you know, a cool little nod. I don't know, because remember the, the, the grandfather like made a gun, though, that could kill demons. So I'm wondering if they actually did tie it into the Winchester family. I can't remember. You, you know, if, if it was if it was only six seasons long, I'd say probably not, but the fact that it's like 12 or 13 <laughs> Eventually, seasons long, like, they, yeah. at some point, yeah. <laughs> they had to do it at some point, because they ran out of other plot ideas, I obviously, yeah. Mm. Uh, so, 
um, like, what do you think about all the the stuff at the end with, uh, like, once again, and get, I guess, is like ramped up, and they're basically fighting this one evil spirit. Lots of random shit that was boring as hell <laughs> to watch, and you get the flashback of what you know, what what, what evil Twin Peaks Richard Horn did. Uh, yeah. He blamed he blamed Winchester for the death of his brothers. Uh, so he he got a Winchester himself and went into the Winchester like uh, office, I guess. I that. guess, yeah. So. Well, there's a showroom, so I guess it's more of a store, but it's like a like a big store with for the time period, obviously. Uh, but he goes, in, he basically goes in and has a shooting spree and like kills as many people as possible. Uh, and then uh, yeah, then the police show up and shoot him, and that's you know that's his evil spirit. Uh, what was really bizarre about that scene to me is it felt like a really sort of almost modern day like mass shooting. It just happened to be set in yeah. nineteen, whatever. It may have been eighteen something actually. Given I don't know how how long, I, how much I, time had passed. I, I think it was very early nineteen hundreds. Okay. Because I I want to say uh, there because at, at one point there's an earthquake, um, which uh, there was an earthquake that really happened. And I think that was like in the nineteen twenties. So could be wrong, but I think it was around that time. Oh, there's what there's one about nineteen oh six. I think. Uh, maybe. I'm sure there it's, is. It's, uh, right. the, 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 Early the men- 1900s. They mentioned he, he's having his brothers fought for the South, though, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they yeah, said that. That sounds about right. Yeah. Which is actually a really quick way to just let, let us hate him, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. It, it's it's, it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, just saying someone's a Nazi in a movie, you can just quickly... Yeah. You're <laughs> just like, okay, right, they're the bad guys, fine. Uh, at least for most of us, anyway. I mean, if you're if you're not having those thoughts when you're watching the movie, uh, seek professional help, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, while he was singing like a song, uh, while he's doing it too, and uh, I'd heard the song before and I didn't realize it was that old. I, f- I forget what song it was, but oh yeah, he's, he's humming. Ah, uh... oh, I've forgotten it now, but you're right. Yeah, it was like a classical yeah. piece, and yeah. No, I was right, 1906, San Francisco oh, okay. earthquake struck the coast of Northern California at 5.12am, April 18th, with a magnitude of 7.8. Oh, well. Yeah, um, yeah so, uh, so yeah, that was, that, was, that was cool that they portrayed that in the movie, because, yeah, it was something that really happened and did take out a, you know, a chunk of the house. Yeah, um, which, do you know what the fact is, though, is when it happened... Admittedly, if I if I uh, maybe if I like knew my history better and I knew for sure that that was the year that the earthquake happened before that happened in the movie because it came up at the end saying about the earthquake, which is why I, I knew oh, yeah. that for sure. But see, when it happened in the movie, when all the ghost stuff was happening, I actually didn't even necessarily realize it was an earthquake that was happening. I thought it was the ghosts going nuts and like I, I, causing chaos. Yeah, I I think the movie kind of wanted you to believe that. Like, oh, okay, so they, they caused the earthquake? Is that, what you, is that what you think the movie was implying? That the ghosts in this house caused the earthquake for the whole, you know, whole, uh, you know, state? That's what I kind of got out of it. Or at least maybe, I, I don't know, maybe uh, it was a, the earthquake was there, but then the ghost used it as an opportunity to shake stuff or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but it, it seemed like they were implying that there was some type of paranormal interference. I like how the movie's so interesting. The most fun I'm having is looking up uh, earthquakes <laughs> from the early part of the last century. Mm. Ugh. Yeah. Terrifying. It's going to be a huge one. I'm just going to be like stuck under rubble. Uh, does San Francisco typically have a have a higher earthquake rate than LA does? I'm just, I'm just asking. I don't know. I'm not sure. Because I'm, I'm just trying to comfort you and say, hell, it's San Francisco who gets the worst of it. You'll be fine. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, forgive me. Forgive me. But, yeah, I think it was at some point around this ending here that I think I, I nodded off for a minute or two because I had to have uh, Melissa explained to me you, exactly what yeah. happened at the end. You you, you messed up absolutely. Not. I bet she had fun explaining I think, that. She, I bet she was I, jealous. She was like, "Oh God, you asshole! <laughs> you, you left me awake to take that in." I think it was like when like all the guns were floating in the air and pointed <laughs> at them, and then I knew he was talking about his uh, bullet. And I, I think around that time, having the flashback with his wife, and I was I was like, kind of tired. Where like 
you know how like your eyes get really heavy and then like you close them and then you think you open them up right away and then you realize that they've been closed for like two minutes or something yeah 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 no, I, like I, that. Like, I know yeah. the feeling i've done that in the theater myself yeah. joe it's funny actually i was really tired when i went to see it and i somehow didn't fall asleep i was really fighting the entire time because <laughs> i forgot i had to go to the theater yesterday when i went and I actually stayed up all night, get this, watching movies, not realising I had to be up to go to the theatre. So I had to just stay up until I went and then not sleep until I came home, which Jesus. made me feel like absolute shit. Uh, the movies I watched before I went, though, were much better than Winchester, so I'm not really complaining too much. But that's, that's the thing. Oh, here we go. Here's good Here's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking up earthquakes, Tim. Don't, don't, don't oh, mind okay. me. Um, Look up earthquakes caused by ghosts. <laughs> um, so apparently in March 2014, the Los Angeles area had a 5.1. Uh, no deaths and injuries were few, but the total damages was 10.8 million. That's, oh, oh, Jesus. That's a, that's a thing. That's a thing. Well, they, I, they I'm, have... I'm going to sort by size, though. What's the biggest one yeah. in California? <laughs> There, ha- there have been like a few times where, like, like things would shake a little bit. And normally, though, I just assume it's like a you know truck driving by or something, and then not realizing afterwards, someone's like, "Oh no, that was an earthquake." I was like, "Oh," and it oh. was. I didn't know Inland Empire was an actual place. Oh. Huh. Oh yeah. I learn something every day. Uh, apparently, that I haven't thing- seen the movie. Yet. Oh, I like the movie. Uh, although I would save that to be your last David Lynch movie if you've not seen the others, because it is the most weird david lynch movie yeah i think the, the only ones i haven't seen are uh dune if you count that as a david lynch movie uh and then um yeah lost highway and inland empire uh lost highway is pretty good uh dune is a, a wonderful mess i i liked it a lot okay. for all its faults but you know uh that a part main... of me kind of wants to read the book but <laughs> i think it's pretty long uh Denis Villeneuve is uh, making a new version of it, so you get a movie soon oh, okay. from him. Oh, uh, cool. That 1906 earthquake is the second highest recorded. The highest Again. one was wow. uh, Central Southern, and it was 7.9, and that happened in 1857. Oof. I know, right? Yeah, well, it sounds like we're good and <laughs> won't experience any more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of sevens. Uh, yeah. The most recent one being uh, Baja, California, in 2010. So, well, if it's not an earthquake, it's a fire out here. It's that's always, that's, uh, that's something true. It's going to get us. Yep, yep. Uh, the the east coastal drown and the west coastal burn. That's basically mm. the, the the rule. Uh, <laughs> I, I was talking to someone about this uh, recently. Just like I wonder if there's somewhere you can live that's just like the perfect spot where you don't have to worry about anything. Like there's no snowstorms. There's no like fires or earthquakes or tornadoes or like you know just you know naturally speaking uh there's no like danger or anything um yeah i mean to be to be i feel like you, can, you can't completely get rid of them but you can get mailed you can get yeah. stuff that only goes so far on either end uh to be fair the uk is pretty much like that it's just kind of you get you know you get a little bit of snow you get you get a little bit warm in the summer uh, but it doesn't move too high or low either way. To extremes, there's, there's no tornadoes, there's no hurricanes, there's no no volcanoes. <laughs> doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> it's just, just kind of miserable and damp all the time, but it's nothing dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you tap, tap for tap. I mean, you know, LA, of course. I I, I imagine has very very pretty summers with you know. Uh, there's like maybe like two months where it's really nice, and then like three months where it's, it's just so hot. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I can imagine. Um, like one time, I, I came outside and like someone had put, you know, like people put um like flyers and stuff on your car, mm-hmm. like on the windshield. One time, I came out and like one of those like melted onto my windshield. I was like, oh great, <laughs> thanks. Oh my god, it's just it's hell. You can tell we love <laughs> talking like... about Winchester, can't you? Because we're, we're, we've been talking about earthquakes and the, the, the climates uh, for a little bit now. Uh, I yeah, mean, we, said 
like it, we said on the podcast like you know a million times before but uh it, it's hard when it's like this because it's not overly bad that we can make fun of it and say oh my god that's so ridiculous what were they thinking but yeah it's not good that we can praise it and you know like call out all these wonderful scenes and you know it's just like yeah it's eh. generic full of tropes that you've seen a hundred times before bad scares no gore no nothing doesn't make use of all the, the, the things that it could make use of uh, the actors are good, but they're slumming it. They have, the, the, the characters are not that interesting. Um, and then the end thing where all the guns are floating and pointing at them, but there's <laughs> one that's real and it's, it's the ghost. And then he knows it's him because reasons, and then he shoots him and that kills the ghost. And then that's it. Everyone's happily ever after. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> nah, screw the movie. It's, I'm almost more angry at it because it was so... Because at least if it's... Because you know what, like it's not as obviously the Bye Bye Man's a worse movie, but at least yeah. that was so bad that I was sitting in, I was in awe, I was awestruck by the sure. terrible quality of it. Yeah. Whereas with this, I was just like, this is just the mundane shit that I thought it was going to be, and it just is. I feel like it's harder to make like a a crazy bad period piece movie. Like if it was modern day, that you know, I feel like it's easier yeah. to make stuff bad. Do you know what it like... is? It's because to do a period piece, you need a budget. I mean, not yeah. a big budget, but you need enough of a budget that you're a professional movie. So the professional movies don't typically tend to be that terrible because at least there's people yeah. who have made movies making it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. They're just really generic, possibly. But the uh, the the guys that made this, the Spirit Brothers or whatever, like they're not like they're not like super bad, right? Like there was yeah, they're, they're not great. I mean, I, I like Predestination. What a, I thought there was something they did that I liked. Daybreakers was okay. I've never, I've only seen it the once when it came out. I, I've never yeah. felt inclined to go back. And to be fair, same with Predestination. I liked that more because it, it was, mm. it was more of a fun little sci-fi thing. But it wasn't like a, it wasn't a great example of a sci-fi movie. It was just, it was, yeah. it was, it was decent. It was fine. And then this is easily the worst of the three. I, I don't, yeah. don't feel it. They may have made something else as well, but those are the three that I've, uh, that I've seen. I thought they did, but I, I can't. They probably did. Let me, let me click on right. uh, one, one of the Spearig brothers here. Oh, they did Undead. That was the one they did in Australia, I think. That was the first thing back in 2003. Yeah, and... Oh, they did Jigsaw. Oh, I have seen that. <laughs> Ooh, ugh. Oh, maybe I don't like these guys. <laughs> yeah, at least one of them did. I don't, I don't know if both of them did. Let, let me click on yeah. Jigsaw and find out. No, it was the brothers. How, how did they have this movie already? Jigsaw came out in October. <laughs> alright I, I, I take it back these guys maybe might not be so great and that, that's all the movies by the way uh, I've not seen Undead but that's the first one then Daybreakers Predestination Jigsaw okay. Winchester yeah they they have I, I gave Predestination I think like a 7 oh okay I, I think I've heard like good things yeah. about it Daybreakers is like a 6 Jigsaw is like I don't know what I gave that like 3 <laughs> yeah. something like that uh, so let's see where Winchester slots into that that iconic <laughs> filmography. Um, what are you giving it, Timmy? Uh, sometimes these ones are kind of hard to rate because, again, like you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's just yeah, it's it's generic. But um, I I do want to give them some props. Like again, uh, I don't think they captured the story uh, as good as they could have, but. Um, uh, you know, I, I think they also did like you know some of it justice. Uh, so I'll give it a four. <laughs> not a great score, but it's not the worst, I guess. Three out of ten, and I say that with the the additional comment of I actually think the boy was better. So <laughs> like, take that for what it's worth. Well, you can say that about a lot of movies, but you should shut your face, Timothy. Um, but yeah, that's Winchester. So, so yeah. So what have we had new releases so far this year? We had Insidious Four, which was not terrible but disappointing, and then Winchester. We're off to a great start. Yeah, I'm keeping a little spreadsheet uh, of everything I watched this year. I got a little column for. Ooh. You know, new movies for screams. So, I've actually been know. keeping track of uh, my movie watching since for ten years now. I start. I started in two thousand seven, uh, the year I left high school. I started keeping track of everything I watch. So it's actually really cool yeah. now because I've got ten years of records and I can like say, oh, my my, be- my 
the most movies I watched ever was in 2014 for in a single year for new <laughs> movies, and I can I can point to that. I know it's sad. I know everyone else thinks this is lame and nerdy. I like it. I, li- I like stats. I like being able to say I did that this year. It gives me targets. I, I try and strive to watch more. And twenty seventeen wasn't great, so twenty eighteen I'm 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 going for it. I'm hitting the big numbers. I, I like having something to do after I'm done watching a movie, but like sometimes it kind of gets bad where like I don't know halfway through the movie instead of paying attention, I'm kind of thinking like, what am I going to tweet about this? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that's usually just a sign that the movie's not that good. If that's what you're thinking about in the movie, yeah, it's usually not yeah. good movies that that happens. And at, at that point, it's basically you're tweeting just to sort of distract yourself from the the mediocre movie, just to make it bearable. Exactly. Because uh, one of the things I'll do if I get uh, like th- you know half an hour into a movie and I'm really not liking it, uh, but I want to finish it because I want the I want the credit for finished like watching the movie. Right. Uh, I'll 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 switch to having it on on my second monitor whilst I do something on my computer. Like, you know, I'll do some work or whatever. I would do that. Yeah, like I'll like play a game or something. Yeah. If I'm watching something on my computer, then on the TV I can, as long as it's like. You know, like something like a if I'm playing an old school game where I don't have to watch cutscenes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't watch a story based game, but so, something like yeah. a, a strategy game or the, an old school game or you know, like Tetris. Tetris yeah. is a good game to play while you're watching a bad yeah, movie. Yeah, like um, yeah. I think like uh, the other day I was like playing Contra. Uh, yeah. I was doing that, and man, that game is hard. <laughs> but <laughs> I wish I, I kind of wish I, I was better at it because uh, I think it's cool, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough. I've not had a lot of time to play games recently, Timmy. It's just been, it's, it's a hobby that I fear I'm kind of slowly drifting away from, and I don't want to, well, but I just don't have the time for it. I I think that you're probably going through a slump because like the same thing happened to me for like uh, pro- there's probably like a three or four year span where it's like I didn't you know stop playing them altogether, but like maybe I'd play one or two games a year or something mm. if that um but i feel like anything you know at some point there's something that'll draw you back in because because there was a sale on uh like i think it was over christmas there was a really good sale on and i was like oh maybe i'll get a couple of games and i just i talked myself out of it because i'm like i've barely touched anything in months like this is just a waste of money like no matter how cheap it is it's a waste of money because i'm just not playing games right now uh so you know it sucks because i don't actually want to do that but you know but i mean maybe i'll come back re-energized like better than ever yeah uh yeah uh, yeah that's what happened to me like once i did get back in games i I think it was actually kind of listening to podcasts that got me mm. back into it because once i started listening and you know hearing people talk about games and stuff got me like oh yeah this is fun i want to do this and but uh yeah yeah, i I think it's like everything you kind of go through ups and downs yeah i'm going hard on the movies and the comic books right now and so sometimes when you go hard on a couple of things like that you don't really have time for the yeah you know, it, for the other one yeah i mean if i had to rate my medias of choice it would probably be comic <laughs> books uh, then probably movies slightly over video games although i have been reading a lot of regular books lately I don't know. This is the problem with being a nerd and caring about all these things, Tim. You want to be up to date and all, you want to be well versed in all, and you want to have a nice uh, prolific spread of, of taste and whatnot, but mm. you you just, you know. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't want to sound like an old man, but like I feel like there's just there's way too much stuff like I can't keep up. Like I I used to be on top of everything. And... Yeah, you know, honestly, it's kind of funny. Like I I'm almost relieved sometimes when I don't like a TV show or I don't like uh mm-hmm like a franchise because they can just ignore that that franchise and just have to like add it yeah. to the list of things to do it's just it's a weird thing That's to do true. except horror movies because we do this show and we work our way through every goddamn thing mm-hmm. and, by the way if this is your first ever episode of streams after midnight we do not tangent this much normally we stay pretty on topic <laughs> of the movie 95 percent of the time this is just a weird episode where we just didn't think the movie was that interesting so we went mm-hmm. on a lot of tangents uh, yeah. So I'm hoping I get my mojo back with video games at some point. But uh, do, you, do you know what I might do? Actually, like I don't have an Xbox. I've I've got a PS4 because they have they just have better exclusives, and that's why I got a PS4 when I did uh, way back at launch. But I don't know if you heard about this. What Xbox announced recently that could could cause a bit of a shift. What's that? So they've got this thing called the Game Pass, right? 
and it's basically okay. Netflix for video games where you pay $10 a month and you have access to this library of games and it's not a streaming like the PS Now one you actually get to download it and install it so you're playing it properly but you have access to it as long as you have your thing and the titles do rotate in and out however, what they announced a few weeks ago and this is a big deal is that they're exclusives, the first party titles so your Halos, your Gears, your Forzas uh, what's coming up, Sea of Thieves is coming up Crackdown 3 is coming up right? now those don't excite me that much them on their own, but the idea of this is really good those are going into this thing day one. Mm. So if you have the Game Pass, if you play a $10 a month, you get the new Halo on day one in this thing. You don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. It's basically like Netflix where their originals go straight into the thing and they never leave. The third party stuff that's there that's older, that, that'll mm-hmm. rotate in and out. But the And honestly, the appeal of like never having to buy a game again and just having a service like that that's more affordable sounds great. Because games are expensive. I I hate this, and I'll tell you why. Okay, why, why do you hate so, this? So, um, on like a, as an idea, you know, it sounds great. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, mm-hmm. But I I kind of hate Netflix now because <gasps> whenever I want to watch something, I go to Netflix and I spend like an hour flipping through stuff, trying to decide what I want to watch, getting frustrated, putting something on, getting bored in five minutes, and shutting <laughs> it off. And like I, like I understand why Netflix makes sense and why it's good and stuff, but I feel like I watch less because of it. Like versus, where if I had to buy something or rent something, I'm stuck with it. And like by golly, that's what. Yeah, I'm yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you no, I, I get you. I, I get you. I'm, I'm kind of like that with like, uh, like. If there's something I just have access to because it's part of a service, it'll just sit there because I know it's there that I can use it any time. But if, like, I, if I buy something specifically, mm-hmm. I'll make a point of getting to it soon. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do get that. I do get that. Uh, but, you know, I can't, I can't deny that the thought of not having to pay for games and just... Ha- you know, yeah. Paying for a service like Netflix kind of style sounds really appealing. I wish it was on the PS4 because I would just get that <laughs> and I'd be happy and that would be it forever. I'd never buy a game again. Well, I, I mean, I would almost guarantee you, if this does well, that the PS4 will do something similar. If it does well, yeah. If, if I mean, it will be a while because PS4 is winning by quite a margin. But if this True. starts shifting the, you know, the the the, the it is, look at the tangents here. We're talking about video games now for the last like ten <laughs> minutes of this. Um, but it's a nice idea. Like, I, I think it's a big deal. I just don't care enough. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm not interested enough to actually buy a Xbox right now for mm-hmm. a start and be. Yeah. Um, those games themselves aren't that interesting to me. But if Sony did this and they've got like you know the new you know Last of Us, the new you know uh, whatever else they've got coming out, Spider Man, like if those Spider-Man, were going day one, like God of War, um, uh, yeah, there's a a bunch of uh, you know what you want to call it, like uh, survival horror games and stuff. I'm sure there'll be there's that zombie new... one, um, you know it's, it's like the uh, horde, uh, like Daisy or World War Z with all the horde and they're all kind of running at you. Uh, uh, Left for Dead? No, no, it's a new one they showed off the last couple of E3s. Um, oh, oh sure. that's going to bug the shit. I mean, you're a biker. It's an open world game. You've got, you've got a motorbike and you ride around and you. I don't think I actually. And you can this. set like traps because like, there's, there's like. You know, you'll have like, your raider characters because it's the post apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And you can like set traps so that the zombies will go after them. And it's, it doesn't necessarily look great, but there's potential there. Uh, okay. I, uh, I do. The one. Xbox game that I do actually kind of want to play is uh, Alan Wake. Oh, I, I've, got, I've got it on PC. Uh, I've been, um, you know, as you know, I've been reading a lot of Stephen King um, lately, and um, I, I, I forget how I found it, but uh, yeah, I heard people saying, like, oh, like Alan Wake is like, feels a lot like a Stephen King uh, in video game form. And I was it, like, it does kind of. Play that. Uh, I never, I've never got around to finishing. I've played like the first five chapters of however many there is but this is okay that's why it's got its moments <sighs> someday mm. although like with, with stuff like games like that now where it's like everything's so story focused i'm like well i just like watch it all on like youtube like it, you know it's not as fun as playing it but it's like well, i don't want to buy you know an xbox just for this one game yeah, uh, uh. yeah to to the credit i think that that'll be one that's backwards compatible so if you did get an you, you could play it on the new xbox if you if okay. you wanted to uh and it might even be in the game pass thing so you just have to pay for yeah. that for a month and yeah. you know that, 
I don't know. Uh, okay, so apologies for going way off topic there uh, to, so towards the end. Um, but hey, do you know what's funny? I got out of this, just to swing back around to the movie, I got out of this movie and I went, you know what, Tim? Is it, is it okay if there's some movies where we look at it and go, this looks like shit? We'll still do it, but we'll wait for the home release because going to the theatre and paying for the theatre ticket, which is obviously pricier than getting yeah. it in VOD, uh, I just, you know, like, is there somewhere we just say, you know what, we'll wait until later in the year and just do it that way? Because, <laughs> damn. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the, uh, well, actually, it's, it's kind of funny because, um, you know, whenever we see like trailers for really bad horror movies, mm. uh, yeah, if I'm watching with Melissa, I always turn to her and I say, that looks awful. We're probably going to see it opening day. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like everything, know? I'm like, ugh. It's funny you say that because obviously me and Connor just started doing the movie news video, right? We started doing that uh, a week or two into the year because we had to go on Patreon. Thanks, by the way, guys. Uh, but we started doing that and part of that is we look at all the trailers that were out in the week. And every week there's usually two or three horror trailers, right? And most of the time they're bad. And every time we'll talk about them, we'll talk about how bad they are. And then Connor gets this look in his face and goes, but you'll have to do it on screams. And I'm like, screw you, you ginger prello. Uh, so... I don't know it's, it's 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 the button, but we maybe, got a, we got a quiet place coming up though, Tim. That looks good. Yeah, that looks really good. Maybe like uh, maybe we each get like one veto a year or something, like where, like if well, there's one movie that we're like, I don't do, know. Do, do you mean for good or just for the theater, so we can wait for VOD? Uh, I don't know if I'm willing to give you the the right to veto forever. <laughs> That feels a bit too much power for for one Tim to handle. Well, uh, <laughs> it, it, I guess I could get like competitive because if you do, if you do something just to spite me, I'm definitely gonna. Do the to the boy me. two's coming out now. I'm like, no, yeah. oh Tim, we're not doing the boy two. It's not happening. <laughs> All right, well then, say about Halloween. <laughs> even though I do want to see Halloween, but yeah, even though you do want to see Halloween. Like you still see it, you just wouldn't do it on the show, but no, I'm not talking about True, it. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking about it on the show. You've, you've vetoed the boy too, how dare you? Oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> oh God, what a weird review this has been. Um, so like apologies if, you, uh, if, if, you, if this has turned you off. Again, if this is your first time watching Screams After Midnight, we're usually much more on topic. But hey, uh, that that was Winchester somewhere in there in the first half of this. <laughs> so if you have seen the movie, let us know what you think. Uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Have you ever had a gaming slump? Let me know, because I'm having a bit of a gaming slump. I've, I've barely been touching my video games. Yeah. Uh, I'd be curious to see see how you feel. Um, I, need, I need to finish Resident Evil 7, Tim. I've still not finished it. It's been out for oh. over a year. I've still not done it. That, I'd be interested to see if you if you do finish it. I'd be interested to see what your take uh, on it was. It's my favorite franchise, and I've not finished it. And yeah. I, I've not bought Evil Dead. Uh, not Evil Dead. Uh, the Evil, Evil Thin Two. Yeah, mm. which you know looked really good. I saw some footage of it, and it it looked yeah. like it was an improvement. And I, I liked the first one, but this looked even better. And <sighs> yeah, uh, I'm. I wish I could play more uh, survival horror stuff because that used to be like my favorite type of game, mm. and I still like them, but. It's like when I do get the chance to play games now, it's usually like not for long stretches of time. And, you know, yeah, survival horror, that stuff you really want to sink into, you can't just play it for like 10 minutes and stop. I almost feel like when you just like pick a day of the week, it's just gaming day. You're not allowed to do anything else. <laughs> that's, a, that's how I kind of feel about like everything. Like, I feel like I, and it's hard for me because I'm busy with a lot of stuff, but like, yeah. I, I can't, like, I always wish like, all right, I had one day for just like reading comics, one day for just catching up on like tv one day for just games and you have but. two days where you're allowed to work so you know just deal with a job yeah <laughs> you get two days out of me a week that's all you get it yeah. sounds good <laughs> but yeah i mean i spend so much time doing stuff for the the shows otherwise it's not like i'm complaining too much because i actually like doing all that it's just it's one of these weird things where you just you you, you watch all these movies you read all these comics you watch all these tv shows uh and then ultimately it's like, okay well something has to sort of die down a bit so i've got time for yeah. games because just, there's just not enough time in the day but i feel like once you get over 25, everyone has that opinion. There's not enough time in the day mm. to do everything yeah. you actually want to do with your goddamn life. 100%. But I'd, I guess I'd rather have lots of things that I'm not quite getting to than be bored and not have anything to do. So That's true. So, silver yeah. linings. Um, yeah. Shall we wrap this up, Tim? Are we finally done with Winchester? 
But we're done with Winchester we 20 minutes ago, but we're still here. <laughs> uh, so that is us. Thank you once again for watching. If you somehow want to support us after that rambles, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You get to vote on uh, the 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 like the once a month episode, the Patreon bonus episode. Uh, the winner of the last one was uh, "Girl Walks Home Alone at Night," so we'll be doing that sometime this month. You can look forward to that. Nice. Um, and then the vote for this month. What did we decide? Oh, it's Japanese movies. That's what it is. Yeah. Four Japanese mm-hmm. movies. The options in that for patrons, uh, you know, new or old. If you want to, you know, if patrons want to have what to vote, obviously remember to do that. If you want to go over and sign up, you can. But uh, the, the the options for the vote this month are audition, nice. dark water, okay, pulse, mm-hmm. and house. Ooh, nice. So there's your four options. Uh, so go over. obviously no ringer of the grudge because we did all the, well we did most of them I, there is some mm-hmm. uh, uh, sadical movies that are kind of separate that we never got to we'll do them someday I'm sure but we did we did all the mainline ring and grudge movies yeah for sure uh, and there's a bunch of John movies that we never got to but I mean again one day guys one day we've got enough <laughs> uh, franchises we're working through right now oh man yeah. oh god rings was so bad uh, <laughs> I'm just about that now. Uh, but that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening and bearing with us through what has honestly been a bit of a train wreck so thank you <laughs> once again we always appreciate it keep oh. watching <laughs> sorry that just reminded me of something uh before um winchester came out i i tweeted like oh uh and i'm excited to see winchester even though it looks like a, a bit of a train wreck and then uh I was surprised to find out that the official Winchester movie Twitter uh, liked the tweet. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, Tim, do you know what's to us a couple of times in the, the Mail Fuzz account? Is we'll tweet mm-hmm. out a review for something and like someone will someone will like it or retweet it and it'll have a little blue tick, you know, the little, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think, uh, the verified account logo. And I'll click on it to see who it is and it's like the director. And then sometimes that's okay, but sometimes it's like, oh, we, we tore that thing to shreds. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. And I feel a little bit bad inside. You literally jumped in, in at the last possible moment before I said goodbye. That is us, guys. Keep watching scary movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>